This is the part where somebody yells, wrong button. But why would we do that? It was the right button. Says you, it was the one on the left. No, no, wait. It's it, it's this whole streaming thing. It's showing me a mirror image, so it, it, it was the one on the right. Never mind. Never mind. I'm all backwards. <laughs> <sighs> oh, God, it won't blow up. <laughs> yeah, um, I have some news for you. Hello, and welcome to Pack Tactics Season 3. This is a homebrew 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons campaign. I say 5th edition, but there is a smattering of Spelljammer to taste. Uh, added in. Tonight I am joined by a bunch of awesome people, including Ellie, Eo, Jen, Cindy, Archbeth is hanging out in chat. My name is Crash, and I will be your DM for this evening. And what happened last evening? Last evening? The last time we played. up too late. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we learned storm giants are jerks. Right. We wrecked the Red Star. Oh no, you wrecked that long before last time. <laughs> I learned that yeah. Mr. Pointy is very helpful. And fluent in binary. And not fluent in anything else. True. And then we tried to do some scouting using Fiddle Punch's telescope. Technically, it worked. Oh, the elves! They're yeah. right above us! Right, big green ship. Probably made out of plant. Well, it is green, and it appears to have wings. Which is two things you cannot say about the Red Star, currently. Well, it's not firing on us, so how about we go outside and say hello? Works for me. Technically, you're already outside. Well, one of us was outside. I don't know if the rest went at the same time. But we can say everyone did. I don't... We can say whatever we want. I mean, we can can even say tomatoes. (laughs) I was going to say other ridiculous things, but... My mind went blank, so I didn't. <laughs> I mean, that's better than me. I was going to say we could say something as silly as tomato paste counts as a vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> Took me a minute. <laughs> Thank you. I'm here all week. Yeah. Technically, tomato paste counts as two servings of vegetables if you put it on pizza, wow. but only if you are a school system in the U.S. For now. I don't see them changing that anytime soon. They have they have other things to worry about right now. True. Uh. With that said, so you go out and you're looking up at this Elf Armada ship that is hovering right above Fiddle Punch's tower. Um, perception checks. Okay. Oh, no. That. Oh, it'd be helpful if I opened my character sheet, wouldn't it? Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, I should probably open a character sheet as well. Um, considering I'm technically playing JR. JR oh, needs right. their character sheet open. You are, yeah. Okay, perception check. Oh, there are. And I'm going to open no. Zax's character sheet as well. Yeah, I'm already lost. Well, I'm having a rough day. Um, and so perception day. is going to be in that long column that oh, is okay. not quite in the center, but close to it. And it is, it's one of the ones you're proficient in. So you got okay, a dot I next to it. it. So if you just click on the where it says plus four, it'll roll for you. It's not rolling for me. Huh. Well, I clicked on it and it gave me a 19 for you. Okay, cool. Let me refresh the page and see which, if that's a problem. <laughs> you know? Which means with the 19, you notice. <laughs> okay. The the barbarian picks this out. The artificer does not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Neri sees it and knows all because Neri rolled a dirty 20. And Zenosha notices it kind of, sort of, where... I, I'm not going to RP Zenosha for everyone because Cindy is here to do that. But Zenosha sort of has the sense of, you know, I don't think the ship was built to look exactly like that. It's missing parts. Now, it's not missing as many parts as, say, a certain ship that is named for a celestial body and a particular hue, mm-hmm. but... This does not seem to be entirely intact either. There are bits and pieces missing. There are holes where there should not be holes, is your best guess. It probably had Zelian gawks blasting at it. Those might be char marks. Some of that looks like it might be melted. It might not be a material that's expected to melt. But if Zeli was involved, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. Mm-hmm. Also, there is a hatch at the bottom. That has opened up, and there is an elf wearing that same translucent armor that you saw before. 
Yeah, yeah it's it, it's armor wear um it's it's not translucent in that you can see through to the elf underneath. It's translucent in the sense that it looks like there is some type of transparent lacquer that goes over top of something that is then opaque underneath. It's a very Hello. cool looking aesthetic. Um hi. Are you here for diplomacy? If I say yes, will you throw a fireball at us? I promise no. I promise I won't throw a fireball at you. Okay, you're a barbarian. I'm not yep. expecting that from you. <laughs> I'm talking to the ones that aren't barbarians. If if you I could throw a fireball at you, but I won't if you do diplomacy. Wait. Um that sounded way more threatening than I meant it to sound. I think I picked up the right level of threatening. Oh, okay. And no comment was made about what level of threatening they actually yeah. picked up. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, um, this thing doesn't actually, uh, is not designed to land on land. Oh, that's going to so be a problem then. So, if we park it in that lake of, how deep is the lake? Oh, I'm not really sure. I feel like I'm supposed to remember that, but I don't remember that. It came up in a different campaign, yeah. but not this one. A different campaign. True, but uh, Chroma has definitely been around here before. Chroma mm. has, but I would mm-hmm. wager that Chroma has not gone into the lake, as that is not something that Fiddle Punch does or encourages others to do. If Chroma has gone into the lake, Chroma probably did not mean to go into the lake. <laughs> um. Well, Chroma, give me a history check. Oh, I'm actually proficient in that. 21. Okay, so you know the scene in Empire Strikes Back where Luke's X-Wing just sinks into the swamp? Oh, no. This is kind of what Chroma thinks would happen if they try to land this ship in its current state in the lake. You might Um, see the wings peeking out, but only the tops. Can you breathe underwater? Is that supposed to be a trick question? No, that's supposed to be an answer. Oh, um, one second and the hatch closes. That could have gone better. It also could have gone worse. And I get to make a roll. Because I could just say as a DM, all right, this is what they do. But I think it's much more interesting to see if they're able to do it. That is a seven. They are not. (laughs) They are not able to do it. Now, there is a bonus. There is a bonus to that roll, but not enough of a bonus for it to matter. So the ship cautiously, slowly edges over to the lake and tries to lower down in a way where what you presume to be the front of the ship, including that little hatch that got opened up, um, is sort of like on the shoreline. And it starts to settle down properly, but apparently there were parts of the ship that were not watertight as you would have suspected from the holes that you saw in the hull, that quickly change how heavy certain parts of the ship are compared to other parts, say, parts that still have air in them. And it very quickly starts sliding under the waterline. I think we need to go rescue people so we can do diplomacy with them. And Chroma starts running towards the lake. And three elves, all wearing similar armor are coming out of a hatch on the top of the ship and scrambling off of it as it begins to slide somewhat not so slowly beneath the ripples. It's a a mountain lake. There are no waves to speak of. But yes, thank you, Ellie. Wonderful, (laughs) wonderful GIF choice. (laughs) There's also the one where, not to worry, we're still flying with half a ship. (laughs) Only it's not half a ship at this point. I have that one bookmark, too. Oh, okay. Um, is that all of you, or should I be diving in to rescue somebody? Uh, that that's all of us, I hope. I, I don't think there were stowaways. Uh, there were more, but we kind of dropped them off at your moon base. Oh. Right, the giants. Yeah. Well, one of them was, yes. Yeah, so what, what exactly was your plan with dropping them off? Um, our plan was very different from the plan, but... The plan was for them to go in and do some scouting and possibly break things and or take things over. Right. Our plan was to not die. Okay, that's a good plan. Yes, which somewhat 
contradicted the official plan. Okay, so, um... And you came down here to talk to us? Well, you're the only ones that seem to have working ships that aren't part of the Elf Armada. Oh, is the Elf Armada mad at you now? Kind of? Well, maybe not the whole... Well, we did do a mutiny. Technically, this is a mutiny, so... Okay, that, yeah, yeah, probably the whole part problem. now. Uh, not originally. It, it was maybe just the captain first, but we didn't really think this through very well. Oh. Okay. Do you know so. what they wanted with blue smoke? Um, they wanted the moon. I don't know anything about blue smoke. Okay. Yeah, they're not getting the moon, but I guarantee that. I mean, did you see how many giants they have? Oh, I was talking about your uh, group you sent up there. Not not specifically the Giants, but um, I don't know. I think they're going to have more of a battle on their hands than the Giants were. Yeah. Um, well, one of you threw a fireball at us, I think, as an afterthought. So, yeah, you, you don't need to convince us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. But, um, hi. Hi, I'm Chroma. I'm Cobalt. Uh Oh, former, that's going to be confusing. Maybe. Former pilot of the Good Samarium, which is now currently apparently a submarine. Huh. And this is Rhodey, and uh, the person who has decided to call themselves Cobalt points at um, another person who appears to be armed with a um, rapier and dagger. Not currently okay. drawn. Okay. And the grumpy one over there is Maintner. Okay, cool. And um, Meitner is a good six inches taller than the other two, significantly wider. Some of it might be muscle. Some of it is clearly not. And they do look rather glum. Please tell me that does not mean that there's a gift mercenary here. <laughs> no, no, they are all okay. very okay. clearly elves. All right. <laughs> okay, so... So what are you asking for now? And... Do you know how we can stop a war? The war's already started. Well, yeah, that's why it needs stopping. Yeah, and it it might not actually be sanctioned by the Council of Admirals, which I think is why we were sent on a suicide mission, because we kind of figured that out. Hmm. I mean, figured it out is not exactly the right words. May have accidentally overheard a conversation we weren't supposed to overhear might be a more accurate description of the events that took place. So it sounds like you can't go back home. I mean, our home is currently in that lake over there. Oh, your ship is so, your home. Okay, well, I figured sorta. You, know, you were talking about I mean, bigger things than that. So, well, yeah. yeah, there was a bigger thing than that. There, There's the EAS Nobelium. That, that's the carrier, but we were assigned to that one. Okay, huh. Well... So the people who can start a war, did not sign off on starting a war, and a bunch of people came here to start a war despite that? Well, have you been in the flow? Yes. Yep. Yes? Okay, so you know how monotonously long journeys in the flow can be. Zenosha flashes back to when she spent weeks doing Mold Earth. A bit. Okay, so communication lines exist, but... There's a lot of, so long as your plans don't fail horribly, we're going to look the other way. Oh. And this one failed horribly? Not yet, which might be part of the problem, because you apparently possess a moon that can destroy fleets. That has recently destroyed at least one fleet. We also have a gold dragon. Yep. I mean, gold dragons are a dime a dozen, but... A moon that can wipe out a fleet. So more people want to steal our moon. I believe the word was appropriate. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what that is. No, that's ours. That was built and, by kobolds. And the elf who's named Rhodey raises a hand and says, I believe they also used the phrase eminent domain. Yeah, they said that too. So, so when did they link up with all the giants? Uh... A little bit after we got cut off from the rest of the Armada. Oh, and you got cut off from the rest of the Armada because the Crystal Sphere suddenly closed up? I mean, that kind of happens often with spheres. They're a little unpredictable, but 
what we didn't expect is it wouldn't open back up again. Right. And the captain decided that since we couldn't contact the admiral, we were just going to continue with the plan by allying with the powerful groundling group. Do you know what they want? Because if we can talk them into backing off, then this war might be over. Oh, apparently they just want a tower of theirs. Oh. Okay, okay, okay. Um, let me, um, I need a flow chart. Okay, okay, so the Elf Armada wants to steal the moon, and the giants want the tower, and imagine, um, <laughs> Chroma, like, pulling a whiteboard, not a whiteboard, a, um, notepad, that's the right word, I'm a bit out of it right now. That's okay. Pulling a notepad out of her sadly entirely mundane backup bag that she <laughs> grabbed while they were on the moon and begins scribbling a bunch of things down. In my head canon, it has multiple creases because it had to be folded to put in the bag. Yeah. Did we, uh, did we come at a bad time? You came after an attack. We're still kind of scrambling. Yeah, we're kind of sorry about that. And not so, just because of the whole fireball as a repercussion thing. Yeah, okay. So, tentative plan. Still missing some pieces. We offer you guys some form of sanctuary for this information you've brought to us. And then we try to talk Sniv into giving up the cloud tower. Just the tower, no cobalt, so it's just a thing. Is Sniv the one we need to talk into it? Because I think I we need think to Sniv talk is... the other yeah. guy into it. I mean, the Giants also wanted... They said they wanted the person who stole the tower. That's not on the table. No. Mm-mm. We're not giving them cobalt. Nope. They didn't say it was a cobalt. That's, that's... Oh. I mean, they also didn't say who it was, so cobalt is shrugs. Okay. Well, Mom the tower... once said that diplomacy is the art of everyone yelling at each other until they uh, all go away slightly less unhappy than they could, but I think she was just mad at people when she said that. That could be, actually. <laughs> That, that could be... Okay, so... I was always told diplomacy is making sure you have the bigger ballista. Hmm. I, I, can, I can see that. Yeah. That could... All right, well, you know, I guess... I have a question. I hope How... I have an answer. Well, since you got hit with a fireball, I'm guessing you're not incredibly flammable, but since, you know, you still have a ship and all afterwards, but, um... Well, the ship is mostly a living crystal. It's not really supposed to be flammable. Oh, it's not a plant at all. Okay. Well, kind of, sort of, it's... There's a Venn diagram involved. Ugh, okay, that's complicated. All right, so it's a non-flammable crystal thingy, kind That grows, that yes. grows, okay, sure. And now it's in the lake... Yes. So whoever comes looking for you, if they find that ship, I don't know if you guys track that or something, but they're going to assume you're dead, so that's good for you. I mean, we kind of pretended to get knocked out of the air. Pretended is not really a word I'd use. Okay, so we were knocked out of the air, and we stayed on the ground for a while and then flew off when they weren't looking. Yeah, so you're probably slightly harder for them to find, I guess. I hope so. I mean, I don't know what I don't know what technology. I mean, it's a bright have, green but... ship against the blackness of space. It does stand out a little bit. Well, now it's in the water, so. <laughs> Thank I mean... you for reminding me. I'd almost forgotten. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, if if your goal is to like try to stay away from whatever higher power you may have angered, I mean, they're gonna think you're dead. You're probably gonna be okay until they catch you at some point later. But it buys you some time. Uh, give me a perception check. Okay. Um, Chroma is um, still I, scribbling things down no, in a yeah, <laughs> chart. Zax has seen this many times. It's just like, okay, she's she's happy. All right, so I got a 17 plus 4 for a 21. Okay. None of these three L's look happy with your statement that everyone's going to think they're dead. Better than having a target on your back for a little while. I mean, we kind of signed up for the Armada. We're We're not new to that. It's just, we're not sure the Admiral's got the best plan for the Armada. Stealing people's moons is generally not the best thing to be doing. 
If I mean, you go around stealing people's moons and then threatening them with giant fleet-destroying moons, then suddenly nobody likes you, probably. Well, we're the Elf Armada. We destroyed most of the civilizations that didn't like us. Oh, so you're looking for more? No. Uh, I'm very uncomfortable with the we in the statement. But, look, I'm, I like history. I, I like looking up information about old civilizations. It's a hobby. I know someone you should talk to. Maybe. Let's put that on the back burner. And a lot of civilizations I've read about, they get to their height, they eliminate all their enemies, and then they collapse because they have no one left to fight. So they fight themselves. And that's kind of the vibe I'm getting from the local powers that be. And you, you are surprisingly cavalier with your statements about stealing moons like it's a regular occurrence it's already happened once yes we are aware that your moon went for a joy ride yep that's how we found out about it because that news traveled very quickly a lot of people found the wreckage and it made some flybys for more than one world which made it a bit more popular But flying moons are very, very rare, as in this is the only one that has ever existed in recorded history. I mean, even dwarf citadels don't get that large. And they're made out of asteroids. Okay, so... I mean, mostly, I mean, that if you have the really big thingy and you're waving it around, people get mad at you. Yes, but if the really big thingy... Why am I using your vocab? If the really big thing is also big enough that anyone who attempts to go after you ends up being a smear on the really big thing, people kind of just start doing what you tell them to do. Uh, okay, wait. Is the really big thing the moon, or is it the armada? In this case, it, yes. Also the armada, that has historically been the really big thing. I mean, well, like oh, I said, we wiped out... Scared it's not the really big thing anymore. Right? I mean, it is still a really big thing. We didn't decommission any ships after the Unhuman Wars. The what? Yeah. But it's a really it's... big thing here that the Armada doesn't have. Okay. That I mean, makes sense. Let me write this on my flowchart. Look, we're speaking in common, and in common it's called the Inhuman war- Wars. Uh, in Elvish it's called, and he says something. Well, she says something in Elvis. But in common, the most populous species that speaks common is human and humans weren't involved in it so they called it the war that didn't involve them as if every war involves humans usually actually it usually does never mind about that okay fair enough but that's the war that took out uh, the orc civilization the null civilization i don't even know and why the there was no civilization Empire? i was actually hesitant to mention that considering present company <laughs> but yes that too yeah, I'm not sure I should say this, but the Cobalt Empires are the one that built the stuff that made it possible to move the moon. There was some debate about that. By who? Um, and this is... Uh, the, let me look up my notes so I can use the right name. This is Rody that's saying this mm-hmm. by um, pretty much everyone who had a spare moment to talk about it. Oh, 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 oh! I remembered something. I should ask. Um, you've got an admiral in here? I mean, not like in here, in here, but in the sphere? Uh, no, um, Admiral Halogos is on the other side of the sphere. Oh, okay. So who's in command of the carrier? Captain Tennessee. Do they know we could move the moon? There was an assumption that it might be possible, yes. Considering it flew halfway across known space, destroying a fleet in the process, the thought was that you might be able to move it, considering you're the ones who moved it back. That's true. The debate was on whether or not the technology that allowed it to do that was of cobalt origin. You're, okay, um, so... You weren't always known for uh, that level of ingenuity. To be fair, most races aren't at that level of ingenuity since moons don't fly, except for that do. one. Yep. Well, yes, there's that too. All right, so... That is an evergreen gif. <laughs> All right, so... Uh... This is a lot so of talking. Worried so... about the moon? Um, um, okay, okay, okay. Let me tell you what I'm proposing. I'm proposing we intimidate people. 
<laughs> um, you are aware that you're half our size, right? That's not Notes how are you're very big. Things. <laughs> so, I yeah. can also be a bear if that helps. Right. Yep. Also, like I don't want to be the one that stereotypes, but the whole stereotype that elves are very arrogant, mostly true. Okay. Especially when you get to the higher ups in the command structure. Some of them even wear monocles. Okay, so I still think my plan's probably the one we're most able to action on right now. You know, maybe not Sniv, but I forget their name. The kobolds who own the tower. Oh, yeah. Ingen. Yeah, Ingen. Svart. That's it. Talk them into giving the tower back. This will hopefully make the giants leave. And hopefully without reinforcements, the rest of the Elf Armada can be talked into a peace treaty or ceasefire. Good plan. Got a lot of little pieces in there that got to fit together to make it work. I could try it. Yeah, there's a reason I said it was actionable, not good. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Right. I didn't mean intimidate the cloud giants. I mostly meant intimidate the carrier. Intimidating the cloud giants would be harder. Probably. You... Do you know we still have friends on the carrier, right? We're not talking about well, killing the people on the carrier. Well, I wouldn't actually do anything to them. Like, we're not going to, what was it you said, throw fireballs at it or something? We're not going to do that. But, I mean, we definitely don't want them thinking they can come and take the moon. You know, just scare them a little. I just want to explain that if they're going to take a carrier and attack the big thing that goes through other things by being, you know, really big at them then that's probably a bad idea and they should probably go home. So, um, how old are you? That depends on how long this campaign's been going. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know the answer to that I've seen your character sheet and you already have inspiration. Oh, I do. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know how long the time's passed. Six. Six. Yeah, me too. Six. Understand, I've been a pilot for longer than 10 times the number of years you're, you've been alive. And I still managed to land our ship in a lake. How are you going to intimidate a captain who is far older and more experienced than me with a moon I mean, and not just... kill everyone I know? Well, the idea with intimidation is that you make the threat and then hope you don't have to carry out it. Yes, and nothing other than the moon smashing something is going to be a threat they take valid. But they're on the other side of the crystal thing, right? The Admiral is, the Captain isn't. The well, Captain isn't. our Captain. Okay. There's other Captains. Right, right. If you have advice on how we could resolve this peacefully, we're, we're all ears. Well, I was hoping I could talk to someone that was older than six. That's kind of what I was expecting. Oh, you don't want to talk to them. No. Uh, If you think diplomacy has been difficult here with us, trust me. You don't want to talk to the one we're thinking of (laughs) right now. That's going to go on forever. They're not very good at diplomacy. They just have so many words. You know who might be, though? Fennec Senior. Because me playing three characters in this scene is not enough. (laughs) I don't know. Does he like us still? <laughs> I mean... Oh, I wanted to be a diplomat. I mean, your statement about so many words. I know that kobolds and elves are different, and they grew up in very different ways. A six-year-old elf can barely speak. For kobolds, six is considered young, but still an adult. Right, mm-hmm. right. yeah. Mm-hmm. Historically, we don't... Uh live very long because things want to eat us or kill us or take away where we're living it's kind of tiring you grow so up fast by the time you you're six one quarter. you gotta be an adult i'm sorry go ahead i was making a joke i didn't hear it i'm sorry you grow and up i'm fast certain you are one quarter and i'm certain you already have inspiration so who's this fennec senior an older kobold no he's a, a dragonborn paladin right uh, uh who what now you don't have dragonborn I don't no. think they have anything other than elves. Okay, okay, so okay, you know okay. what a dragon so is? And... a kobold. But it's like, um... like three or four times bigger and they don't have a tail. And they're a lot more serious usually. Yeah. That's a the good DM's point. take on this is Spelljammer came out before Dragonborn were a thing. Mm, that makes sense. 
Yeah. And a lot of them are paladins. Like, there are a lot of paladins. Yeah, seems like it. Okay, so where's this Fennec senior person? I'm not sure. He's got an estate near the Temple to Bahamut. Which I don't think we're anywhere near. Well, we do have the angel ship, and I can teleport now, kind of. I need a big enough tree. Right. And you're in a mountainous area. The, The biggest trees here are ones that only socks could hide behind. (laughs) in a very very cartoonish way where you assume that there's some level of green screening going on for him to hide behind it (laughs) it may be a bit uncomfortable but we still got the ship that should be able to get us there quickly why are we going to go get Fennec Senior I don't know I mean he's neutral third party yeah but I don't know for someone who is older to talk to this is true he's older I'm just not so sure he's good. And you didn't immediately think of any of the season one kobolds? Yeah, for some reason. Yeah, I was kind of expecting you to suggest Daldane, actually. (laughs) Oh, we could go find Daldane. Wonder where she's playing. I mean. Wait, you know Daldane? (laughs) (laughs) There's also Marwise if you just want information, but she's not generally involved in the decisions. The kobold government makes. She just kind of helps out and does her own thing. Mostly build a library. She's gotten good at building libraries. I propose we not invite my mom. Yeah, I second that. Mm-hmm. I just rolled really well on an insight check. Your mom's very good with fireballs, isn't she? Uh-huh. Like, particularly good at demonstrating them recently. Yep. That sounds right, yeah. And has platinum wings. There you go. Yep. And did she have a second set of red wings also? Yes, she does that. She looked like a dragonfly. I I know, it was weird. (laughs) I'm sorry, was that insulting? I I didn't mean to be insulting. No, that's where we got the inspiration for the name for the ship. Right, yeah. Well, our our other ship. Well, what's left of it. Yeah. Was it that red one that was parked out? Yeah. That was a pretty neat ship. It yeah. was. Then it got a couple rocks put through it. Oh, yeah. sorry about that. Giants. That wasn't us. No, that was no, giants. No, that was giants. Right, anyway, I could take you to see Daldane or Marwise. I think probably we've bothered Marwise a little bit too much recently. You can talk to Gox if you want, but I don't know what you'd ask him. <laughs> I'm not sure Gox would. He, he Gox is pretty smart tactically, but I think he would just throw things at the carrier. Mm. I mean, possibly other kobolds. No, Gox also now has the intelligence and wisdom of a gold dragon. So. Right. <laughs> he's not going to throw kobolds. I, know, I mean, he's trying to save the kobolds. He's trying to raise them into barbarians. He's not going to throw them, you know. No, throw rocks. Oh, rocks. <laughs> he's not going to throw... Well, you know. Could also throw kobolds if they're armored enough. That's what I thought. Oh, 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 That's what Zach thought they heard, you know. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, I don't know. You got some options of who you want to talk to, I guess. Okay, well, we've been playing for about an hour. What do you say we take a short break? And when we come back, we'll have smash cut to whoever it is you want us to talk to. Just, no offense, not a six-year-old. Okay. No, I actually am a little offended now. Okay, on that note, I'm pressing a button. We're back. Imagine, if you will, a small town, like incredibly small, barely a town. There's a few houses that are near each other. So it has been referred to as a town, mostly a farming community. Uh, Raylith Academy is nearby. You can see it dominating the skyline because at this point it is the skyline. It's the only building that is in the skyline off in the distance over there. But this town is where we're focusing on. Uh, farming community, so there's fields all over the place, and as is the case for communities that farm constantly without moving around, some fields are occasionally left fallow. Well, this one field that has been left fallow has been repurposed. A stage has been constructed, 
areas have been cordoned off for people to queue up for various things. There are apparently rows upon rows of refreshment stands um, off to the side over there. And a significant portion of the populace in the surrounding area has gathered at this spot for a once-in-a-lifetime, actually considering this has been going on for six years now, a multiple-times-in-a-lifetime event uh, of getting to see Daldane perform. And the performance is, in fact, going on. We are up to that fan-favorite of We're So Quiet, (laughs) which, of course, is a heavy metal song. And as the audience joins in during the chorus, a very large black flying thing that looks like something out of a Tim Burton Batman movie descends. (laughs) Now the question is, where do you intend to land? Oh, behind the stage, I think. Okay. Roadies scatter everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) There's one kid. He, his, um, he's got red hair and freckles uh, and he's clearly in his early teens possibly lives nearby and he's just like trying to wave with both arms at you going you can't park here you <laughs> can't park here. <laughs> you you do not hear a word this person is saying over Daldane's performance mind you mm-hmm. but that is what he is trying to have you hear <laughs> and then you park there right i clearly can park <laughs> i mean <laughs> you just did just did it. I mean, I don't know what he's yelling about. Meanwhile, in your ship's cargo hold, there are three elves that are mostly in the fetal position because that's how they can fit. Well, well best we could do. Yeah, let's let them out. Yeah. I warned them it would be uncomfortable, and that's exactly what I was talking about. We believed you. We honestly believed you. This is every bit as bad as I thought it was. Yeah, let them out. Whose foot is this? I think that's yours. I can't feel it anymore. I'm going to go over and, like, give him a hand up, like, help him stand and make sure they don't fall over. Picture, if you will, three cartoonishly cube-like forms being kicked out the back of the ship, and then they pop into shape in their arms again. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) This is is not canon. It's funny, though. It's funny. Mm -hmm. It's incredibly funny, but that's... I am not allowing you to have the power to turn elves into cubes. (laughs) (laughs) I okay. have to say this because there are people involved in this game, this game that is being played right now, that will take that bit of information and they will let it sit there on a back burner and <laughs> simmer and simmer until it is down to an element of game mechanic that they bring up at the worst possible moment. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to help them up. And as the DM, that's my job, by the way. Okay, so yeah, they, they've gotten out of the ship. They're stretching. Good. Meitner is still looking incredibly glum. They've barely said two words since you've met them. Okay, so where's the Stoldane person? Probably performing. Stage. Okay. Um, when does the performance start? It sounds like they're tuning their instruments. No, no, that's their. That's like their most popular song. Oh, well. Considering diplomacy's involved, don't tell Daldane I said that. Elf music is uh, different. Yeah, well. Probably make it by rubbing two crystals together. Oh, so you've heard it. Did the DM just earn inspiration from Cindy? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it sounded like you were trying not to laugh. And I was like, yes! <laughs> <laughs> I will take this feather and put it in my cap. There was part trying not to laugh and part it actually took me a moment to process that <laughs> it is just the right level of yes and mm-hmm. I, I imagine zosha gave a pretty similar blank stare at that response <laughs> Rody says not all elf music is rubbing two crystals together there's a lot of flute and violin and harp and a significant number of wind instruments well, well let's head to just off stage and wait for the concert to end Okay. That and seems reasonable. Daldane finishes her third encore. <laughs> <clears throat> the owners of the venue um, pay additional bonus fees if there's additional encores because people stick around to buy more 
uh, souvenirs and stuff if the concert goes longer. Makes sense. Also, they're pay toilets. <laughs> so the concert ends. Daldane comes backstage and sees a familiar set of kobolds and three elves that Daldane has never seen before. Wearing very oh, fancy hey guys. Uh, sorry. Concert voice. Hey, guys. Hey. What's, we, uh, uh, what's up? Diplomacy. That's the best answer, I think. Oh, what are you, what are you trying to get from me? Um, help talking to them, I guess. We need to stop a war. Yeah. Oh, you want me to be diplomatic? Probably better than we are. We tried. I don't know if we made a lot of sense. They want well, to talk can... to a diplomat who isn't six years old. Right. Hmm. Well, I can try. Hi, I'm Daldane. Not these three specifically, but there's an entire armada that they came from out in space right now. Oh. Yeah, most of it's on the outside of the Crystal Sphere, but there's one carrier on the inside and kind of, sort of, in league with a bunch of cloud giants trying to steal the moon. Yeah. Oh, that's and what they said that the carrier about. wouldn't. And they said that the carrier wouldn't listen if I, I threatened to drive the moon into them unless I actually drove the moon into something, and I don't want to actually drive the moon into something, so... We're okay with the moon not being driven into anything. We're not sure our admiral is okay with the moon not being driven into anything, which is why we kind of sort of accidentally went AWOL with the ship, which is now at the bottom of the lake. Yep. We'll figure out how to get it out later. Though in defense, uh, Chroma's mom, was it, did try to Feeling. blow it up with a fireball. She does that. We got that sense. Did you hear laughing? You know, there was the vacuum of space going on, but I kind of think I did. Yeah, that's silly. So you need me to talk to the Admiral to make the Admiral not want to move the moon. And preferably to keep the moon in kobold hands instead of elf hands. No offense. Or giants. And maybe not send elves on suicide missions when they find out that he's thinking of maybe trying to overthrow the Council of Admirals. Oh, that sounds really bad when I say it out loud. Oh, that's what he wanted to do. Okay, that makes more sense now. Okay. Well, let's go talk to this Admiral then. The Admiral's on the other side of the Crystal Sphere and that's locked up. You can't get through it. The oh, captain's on the other side. It's going to be hard to talk to him. Uh, we know how to unlock the crystal sphere, but I was thinking we focus on the captain. Uh, yeah, we should probably deal here. with the captain first. Okay, so which one of you is the captain? Not it. Not it. And Meitner is in the back being quiet until Rudy goes over and elbows him and goes, <clears throat> I'm not a captain. There's another ship somewhere, Captain. Yeah, we okay. we flew in on a smaller ship. That that's in a lake now. But that ship was part of a carrier group, and Captain Tennessee is in charge of that carrier. Captain Tennessee is probably the f next person you want to talk to, assuming you don't he's get... He's inside the crystal sphere. Yes. Okay, that makes it easier to talk to him. Assuming doesn't blow you out of the sky when you try to approach the carrier. There's got to be a way to communicate between ships. Can we make yeah. a giant flag? There are ways to do it, but if you're not coming in on an elf ship, they're probably going to shoot you out of the sky. Have they not heard of Parley? Parley is a really for... big white flag. They gonna even know what that means, though. I mean, whatever terminology is common circulus. Historically, the elf armada has seen large white flags as admission that you're not planning on shooting back. I mean, that's technically correct. It's technically worked in our favor for a very long time. I'm starting to have some regrets about that policy. Okay, so we have someone here that can talk to the Admiral, but can't because the Admiral, or not the Admiral, the uh, Captain is a bit trigger happy. Am I getting that right? Trigger happy against non-elves, yes. Yeah, great. And we can't use... You know, you guys to start the conversation because you're already in trouble. Uh, yeah, I'm trying very hard to convince myself this wasn't a horrible idea right now. Well, you already started it. Um, all right, anybody got any ideas on how to make this work? Let's go see this ship of yours that's at the bottom of the lake. Smash cut to several hours of flight time later. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm not RPing all of that. 
No. You are on the shore of a lake, and you can see just the tips of crystalline green wings sticking out from the surface of the lake. Hmm. I regret my non-specificity in stating the height of the lake. Well, I do know shape water, and as long as that thing still has a helm, it can still fly. It still has a helm. Get, if you could get to the helm, could you fly it out? I, probably, assuming I don't drown first. Oh, I can breathe underwater. I didn't know cobalts yes, could but... do that. They can't. Oh, most of them start. can't, but I replaced my lungs with magic lungs. Yeah, see? It would be much more efficient for me to lend my cap of water breathing to the pilot. By the way, two of the three elves are just staring at Chroma right now. <laughs> what? Don't you have artificers where you come from? I mean, yes. We just didn't expect a six-year-old kobold to be doing that. Like I said, for six, that's an adult. Meitner sighs and says, it's obvious if you just look for this. Hmm? It's, forgive them, they don't really pay attention to the hows of the technologies, only what they can do with it. Well, Daldane's idea of lending the captain that water-breathing cap sounds like it should be good. Does that require attunement? Nope. Okay. So you, hand, so you hand the cap of water-breathing over, and Cobalt hands it to Meitner, because apparently Cobalt has used up all of Cobalt's spell slots, bringing the ship here. Meitner sighs heavily, Again, and just walks off into the ocean. I mean, the the mountain lake. (laughs) But walks off into the mountain lake with the same resigned sigh that one gives when they walk off into the ocean. He's been like that for a while. What happened to him? Um, Ever since we got into the sphere, this sphere, Mm -hmm. he got disconnected from his god. Oh, Oh, yeah, that'll do it. That happens. Which one was it? Ptah. Gesundheit. Which one was it? <laughs> yeah. The, that joke gets done a lot, to be honest. But Ptah is um, a god of travelers and invention. And also oh. one of the few deities that has a presence in the flow. Interesting. Okay. And because Ptah is a god of travelers, Ptah is pretty much everywhere. This is the first sphere we've ever entered where Ptah wasn't here already. Well, give him enough time with worshippers in this sphere. They seem to show up. Yeah, we're not planning on sticking around that long. Well, if all goes well, maybe we can get you out of here. and He can be reconnected with his god, I guess. It'd be nice to see him back to his cheerful self. He was never cheerful. Yes, it was a joke. Oh, it wasn't a very funny one. I know. And while this conversation is going on, the ship starts to slowly rise out of the lake, and water is pouring out of every hole and crack and crevice in the ship as it slowly rises up and drifts over and just hovers. But what's that little green in goblin doing over there? <laughs> Giving horrible information about teaching strategies. <laughs> because if you say do or do not, there is no try, then you are telling someone they have to do it right the first time and that's it, which is horrible advice to give. It's setting people up for failure. That is not a growth mindset. And telling me someone is too old to begin training, that is a soapbox I will continue to stand on. Yoda, great character, horrible teacher, should never have had a position in the Jedi Academy. It was probably grandfathered in because he was... Uh, never mind. Moving forward. <laughs> this may have been a rant that I've thought about. So as you're staring up at this ship that's just hovering over the side of the lake, Cobalt says, you know, we still have that original problem of there's nowhere to land the ship. How do you connect to the carrier? A specialized docking system. Why don't we use that? How do we get to the ship? With your ship? How do we, and Cobalt points at all of you, get to there? And Cobalt points oh, up at the good Samarium. How far up is it? Is there a hatch open? Right now it's about 30 feet up in the air. If it gets closer, there's a risk of parts of the wings hitting the ground. Okay. I'm trying to remember how far I've thrown Cobalts before. <laughs> Probably not that far. It's pretty far, yeah. Um, that is pretty far. You could throw a hammer that far easily. Yeah, that's not going to help anything right now. 
<laughs> and if it wasn't straight up, I would allow mm-hmm. for more distance, but it would be straight up. Yeah. Okay. Well, because um, if someone who um probably hopefully has a strength higher than nine, because I'm not that great at carrying large numbers of um people, especially since you know tiny. Um. No, tiny's a different campaign. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> but would also probably be in favor of the flying part. Yeah. I still have a rope, so we just need to get one person up there. You can then tie the rope to something. That sounds good. Oh, that's easy enough. Uh, I'll cast. Daldane will cast levitate on herself, and then this is what happens when you bring a level nineteen bard into the mix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have all these problems. Okay, well here's the first solution, but now we have this problem. Here's the second solution. All right, but here's the th- here's another solution. I think <laughs> me and Chroma is only a second level spell. Yeah, I also have gaseous form, so we already have multiple ways to fly. Here's a precipitate. Well, here's a solution. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so after some rolls that we're going to do off camera, everyone has managed to climb up the rope or levitate or fly or use whatever method that they deemed least embarrassing to themselves to get inside this ship, which is slightly more spacious than a kobold angel ship. Someday I say, I'm going to make myself a ring of warmth so that I can make myself boots of flying. So that I'm I don't try- have to use a third level spell slot. I'm trying to see how one of those leads to the other. Because it gets cold. Oh yeah, right now I'm wearing uh, boots of the Winterland so that I don't freeze to death. Does that happen often? You'd be surprised. I'm not used to being inside of gravity well. Would it ease your conscience if <clears> I said that before we started... This diplomacy mission, we were adventurers. You're a ragtag band of adventurers. Yes. Mm-hmm. We're have kind of ne- a ragtag crew of adventurers. You have never seen a more panic expression on Cobalt's face. <laughs> Granted, you've only known them for half a day, but mm-hmm. this they're looking around for a paper bag in which to breathe into. I have, by the way, posted a floor plan of the ship that you are in. Okay. It's relatively small, but the ceilings are high enough that elves can walk around just fine. It's just the there's not a lot of floor. The green called a warbird and full of <laughs> elves. Yeah. <laughs> are are you drawing parallels between this and another IP of which you might be a fan? Uh-huh. It does not, however, have anything like a cloaking device. And actually, you'll notice a significant lack of outboard weapons or anything to which they can be mounted. Was that part of the ship damage? Give me an insight check. Artificers could roll an investigation. I was just going to ask that. (laughs) I got a nat 20 for a total of 28. This was not built to be in combat. I rolled a three for a total of 11. Today is a day of irony. Chroma is distracted by new ship. Yes, And is looking at everything at once, which is not really conducive to looking at anything in particular. So this ship appears to have been built for carrying cargo more than it has for going into combat. Uh, There are is a space for weapon storage uh, that would be area three on your map but it's like there's a few weapons racks there where one might be able to pick up a hand crossbow or a heavier crossbow or various bladed weapons if there was some type of boarding going on either moving onto this ship or moving off of the ship onto another ship those aren't really designed for battling another ship in the flow so that begs the question why was this ship sent up against the Cobalts? To which one answer has already been proposed. Probably to drop rocks. Uh, they said it was a suicide mission, which makes me worried there's a lot of explosives on this ship. They're, based on the roll you made, you don't see anything that looks like it would intentionally explode. You do know Zeely and Chroma, however, so... The word intentionally was <laughs> specifically included in that assessment. 
Oh, when things explode around me, it's usually intentional. The word usually stands out as a neon <laughs> sign. Sometimes okay. we end up going to the astral plane. That was kind of an explosion. Mm, yeah, but you didn't you didn't cause the anyway. Uh, yeah, I kind of caused it. Maybe so. Okay, but yeah, we gotta do that why, again. There's a reason why bags of holding are banned. You ban the useful bag of holding, yet you have lavender-scented dimensional pockets. Well, yes, that's why we banned the bags of holding. There were too many incidents. There was kind of another incident. Based on the fact that you mentioned our air fresheners, I think I know what happened. Someone said it was a bomb. That someone I have concerns about. They were losing a fight and trying to bluff their way out. Oh, Oh, I think I know yep. who you're talking about then. Probably. Yeah, he was, uh, and I'm going to insert a word here that is not suitable for streaming. <laughs> it's said in Elvish, but the assumption is it was a word that was not suitable for streaming. Yeah. Well, let's get to the carrier. Or should we take care of the giants first? Uh, this ship is not designed to take care of giants. Let's get to the carrier. Is ours. Yeah. All right. Okay. And so our band of ragtag adventurers have three elf mutineers and one level 19 bard from a previous campaign <laughs> fly off towards a carrier from the elf armada. May the gods have mercy on their souls. Us or the elf armada show? JR goes up to their chair and climbs over the back of it. Then <laughs> sits down. <laughs> For some reason, they have a, a fake beard on the front of it. That's, that is not canon. <laughs> that is not canon. their knee joints? <laughs> <laughs> I think if JR was able to climb over the back of their chair and sit down the way that Riker does it, that would be proof that JR's knee joints are fully operational. Yeah, but Riker... Uh... Riker's actor apparently, yeah, had, I believe it was knee trouble that caused him to do odd things with his legs. Oh, back it was problems. back problems. But okay. Yeah, yeah he, he has that special way of sitting down specifically because of a health issue. Didn't know that. I did not know that either. I just thought the meme was enjoyable. Mm, yeah. That and the meme of the show that he was in afterwards where he asked all those very strange questions that are totally out of context. Mm-hmm. When you, when you supercut them all together, but right, I've that's seen neither that. here nor there. Yeah, in, okay. <laughs> in reality, well, not in reality. This is Dungeons yeah. and Dragons, right. and it's weirder Dungeons and Dragons because it's Spelljammer Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> it's got yeah. talking hippos that enjoy firearms for crying out loud. <laughs> not in this episode. As this elf ship flies off into space, that's when we're going to fade out yeah. and end it for this okay. time. So, thank you everyone for playing. Thank you everyone for listening. Tonight I was joined by a bunch of awesome people, including Ellie, Eo, Jen, Cindy. Archbrothers hanging out in chat. Is there anything that anyone wants to plug? My mom writes books. You can find them at elizabeth-mccoy.com. My website is bookofgen.net. It's got a lot of gaming stuff on it, mostly Diablo 3 type things at the moment. Uh, But there's a lot of other video games too. And then there's things that have nothing to do with video games at all. And uh, you can find that at bookofgen.net. I don't have anything I want to plug. USB-C. <laughs> and we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash cogwheelgaming. Help us keep the lights on along with other illustrious patrons, including Chris, Ellie, Eric, Janadalok, Mickey, Shenshen, and Walter. And until next time, this is Crash saying, They went and got Daldane? I have to say, this is getting very interesting. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.